love you. Hello, and welcome back to a very, uh, the beginning of a very special playlist. Yes. That's what I wanted yes. to say. Yeah. Yes. I am the Green Traveler from Gorsh. And I am the Faceless Leon. This is a podcast about movies and da, TV. Da, da, da. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are here. Talking about, yes, a brand new playlist. We went to you, the couch potatoes out there, and we asked for your participation in voting for what our next playlist is. And one of the options uh, I thought (laughs) was the oddball option, even though I was the one who pitched it. I I just figured like nobody would really go for it, but then I realized that the people we already have on Patreon are of a different generation than us. So, <laughs> they're like, fuck yes. <laughs> they're like, yeah. So That's a good one. <laughs> we are talking about Nick Cage movies, people. Welcome to the we Nick are. Cage playlist. Here yeah, it's going to be exciting. We're highlighting a, a single actor's career, and it's yes. the, uh, the god himself, the god <laughs> of acting Nick Cage. <laughs> The one true God. I love him. Uh, um, he has had such a lucrative career. This and, is true. Uh, you know, I, I watched a lot of his films as a kid. And mm-hmm. th- at the time, I didn't realize that his acting was off, that his acting was in a league of its own, that it wasn't like right. you don't get that kind of a performance from anyone else. No. And I didn't realize that as a kid. I just fucking enjoyed his silly works. Like, it, he has some really goofy movies and I loved it. Yeah. So I'm excited. I, I I'm really uh, we. I tried to narrow it down. We're not gonna just like go through his entire filmography. We're not gonna do every single film. That would just uh, we we Google searched it and Google said, like I, I said, hey Google, how many movies has Nick Cage uh, been in? And Google responded about 112. About like, not even is- Google. <laughs> yeah, not, not even Google can figure out what if, like if all of his movies are actual movies. <laughs> It was just like about 112. Like it could be 115, but three of them are iffy. Like, <laughs> who knows? <laughs> who knows? Uh, he wasn't. We haven't tried to count. Wasn't credited in this. So, uh, <laughs> that, I mean, that could have actually been it too. Is he might have just a bunch of uncredited cameos and shit, and it's just well, like we don't honestly know. He also did start his career as Nicholas Coppola. So that right. could be part of it too. I yes, don't know. part of the famous film family: Francis yes. Ford, Sophia, Nicholas, Nicholas. <laughs> so we are here talking about Cher in our Nicholas Cage playlist. Yes, we this, are. This movie, Moonstruck, stars Cher as Loretta Castorini, and it really this movie is is about Loretta. I really yeah. kind of feel like Ronnie Camamari. Cama. I'm going to get this right. Katamari? No. Camariri. Oh, man. Camarari. Hold on, let me. Let me pull it up. Let me see if I can get confused with you. Camarari. Camarari. Ronnie Camarari. Ronnie Camarari, Nicolas Cage. I'm probably going to. Well, Ronnie works. Uh, anyhow, Ronnie this works. character, they, they he is. You know, 
Cher, it's Cher Nicholas Cage. That's how the billing is. But honestly, Ronnie is like hardly in this movie. <laughs> he's got he's got a decent amount. He's like, got he, a decent he amount within twenty minutes. Yeah, but it feels a little, little longer than that. And I feel like just after that point, there's really not that many scenes. But what what I have to say is those scenes. Those scenes are precious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's some there's some uh some good gold there's, here. Like I didn't know shit. I didn't know anything about this movie before no, uh like know. I looked at his I looked at his whole filmography that I could find on Wikipedia that is. I did not count them. I should have counted them so I could prove Google wrong, but I'm not that neurotic. <laughs> but I like I looked at his whole playlist and I was trying to get some of the good, trying to get some of the bad. And I was trying to get some of the just like the bat shit crazy. Uh huh. Yeah. And Moonstruck was one that like a lot of lists were like, this is one of his best. You know, it's a good film. Like it's a really you know good performance. So I was like, all right, we'll we'll start with one of his earliest and one of his so called bests. Apparently, uh-huh. uh, I didn't know anything about this. I just knew I saw Cher was in it, and I was in. I was like, this is gonna be hilarious. Yes. Let's do it. Honestly, Cher was amazing. I fucking love her in this. I think she got nominated. Yeah, she got nominated for and won. Oh, she won the uh, the Oscar for Best Actress for this. Well, yeah, she was great. So I can believe yeah. that. Yeah, she was a lot of fun. And just oh man, there's a scene where she goes to the salon, and then you know comes out share. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, it was great. Yeah, there's there's uh when the movie starts, uh I mean she's just she's just uh what does she do for a li- she's a bookkeeper. It, okay. A, she- I mean that's what she was doing at least at these different yeah. places. Like she does it for the funeral home and he do- he keeps them real sloppy, his records. And <laughs> yeah, uh, she yeah. also does it at this restaurant, I think, and somewhere else. Basically like her her, her family like her family's really connected with the community, and, and it's definitely it's <laughs> it's in uh, a, an Italian community in New York. I wanted to say yeah. Little Italy, Italy, but I don't fucking know anything, so don't probably not. <laughs> probably not. Who knows? They're a great family, though. They, all, they are very tight knit family. <laughs> the family. Uh, her dad, Cosmo, is played by Vincent Gardenia. Her mother, Rose, by Olympia. Dukakis, who was also she also won uh, best supporting actress. Wow, well she was pretty great. I do like the, she gets her own little side story in the in the movie. Um, uh, we'll a explain lot of them a do bit. actually. Yeah, they really do. Like I love how it's fleshed really out the family is. Uh, yeah. I honestly really kind of was surprised how much I enjoyed this movie. Honestly, yeah. Nick was the strangest part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Nick Nick was the weirdest meld for this entire thing. But like honestly, I didn't connect so well with the story. It was so funny to me. I was laughing at a lot of oh, the yeah. jokes and like really really digging it, but I wasn't digging the story. Mm-hmm. I wasn't I don't know, it didn't it didn't hook me. Like I didn't care. And I think a lot of it was because I don't give a rat's ass about tradition. Sure. And then a lot of the characters driving motiva- motivations at the beginning are she wants to have the most traditional wedding possible to ward off any kind of curse. Right. Like she yes. <laughs> so that that can really jump into the synopsis I think. So she yeah. thinks she is unlucky because she has married. She she married someone she was in love with 
and two years later, he got hit by a bus. And she thinks <laughs> that she cursed the union because they got married at a... <clears throat> later, she says she doesn't believe in curses. I don't fucking know. She thinks she's unlucky. Think, yeah. And she, think the, she thinks the unluckiness came from getting married in the courthouse instead of a church. So... Yeah, I think... I think the moment when she said she didn't believe in curses, it was because this, uh, yeah, her her husband to be her her very recent new fiance, Mister Johnny Camareri. Yeah, he 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 got on an airplane, and uh, as she was seeing the plane off, as Cher uh, Cher was seeing the plane off, there was this old woman there, uh-huh. and the old woman's like, "I've cursed that plane, yes. my." bitch of a sister is on that plane she stole my husband years ago and and she goes on this whole tirade about why she hates her sister and why her sister is like deserves to be cursed and for why this whole plane and all of the passengers on it deserve to crash and i think share i think i think the only reason share said what she didn't believe in curses at that moment was just because like oh shit i do believe in curses but like I, yes th- this yes. one's crazy as fuck but- i can't <laughs> I can't I can't buy into this. I can't let this make me anxious. Yeah. Um but like when Cher said I don't believe in curses, the woman's response was, Yeah, me neither. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just Cher in the future. That's all it is. Well Cher's character, Cher's I Cher's mean. character, yeah, Loretta, yeah. Loretta, so thank you. Anyhow, like you said, Loretta uh gets engaged to Johnny. And he does it at the restaurant that they frequent all the time. And the the rest yep. the Raider's name is Bobo, and I just feel like that's important. I needed to get that out there. Uh, <laughs> he's a recurring character. He's a very old man named Bobo, and I just don't understand. But oh my god, she's like okay because of this like tradition phobia thing that she's got going on. She's like, you need to get on. You need to get on your knee for this. And he's like, what, really? I'll ruin my suit? Whatever the fuck. Like, okay. Yeah. Like, I didn't know that that ever went out of fashion. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I just feel like that's what people do when they propose. Yeah, that guy, the the fiance, whose name I've already forgotten. Jesus Christ. Johnny. Mr. Johnny. Johnny. I got his, I remembered his last name, Camarari. I couldn't remember Johnny. <laughs> well, it's Johnny and Ronnie, yeah. so... Johnny and Ronnie, yeah, I remember Ronnie. Uh, yeah, that'll help me actually. Now that they're rhyming, I could I can remember that that way. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> but Johnny is like the very uh, like he is a he's soft, I guess is what I'll say. He, he when he goes to visit his dying mother, who is clearly not dying, she is just <laughs> relaxing in a bed. <laughs> she keeps on like waving her her hand yeah. at him. Stop it. And he's like sobbing into a handkerchief. He's crying. He's just like, I don't want my mom. Like, I mean, like, (laughs) I I don't want my mom to die either, but it's it's hilarious that he goes and visits his mom, who is clearly fine, and he's just like, Oh my god, she's getting older, I'm gonna die. (laughs) And then yeah, he's like, he doesn't want to kneel on one knee because it's just like it'll dirty my suit. I don't know how clean this floor is. Like he's just he's that kind of person. He is he's very there is a strangeness to him too. It's not it, he's yeah. I think Ronnie puts it the best. He calls him a fool, which kinda that's what I kind of get yeah. from him. But he, he's just average, honestly. He's, he's lost just, in his own world. Yeah, okay, maybe that <laughs> his maybe own that. weird little world. Maybe so while he's away, 
visiting his mother in Palermo. He asked Loretta to get in contact with Ronnie, his younger brother, who he hasn't talked to for five years. And he's like, I want you to get him to go to the wedding. So Loretta goes uh, to this bakery to meet Ronnie. And you find out that Ronnie is, is so insanely ingrained into his brooding that he has no idea yeah. how the world operates anymore. He, <laughs> he is absolutely just that. Yeah, that that scene too is wonderful. It's because <laughs> Johnny works at a bakery. He's he's Johnny uh, works uh, at a bakery. Uh, well, yes. no, maybe is it not a bakery? Is it a, a butchery? No, he works in a, a bakery. It's yeah, a bakery. It's a bakery. Okay. Uh, oh yeah, he's it's bread. Yes, it's that's it's right. It, it was bread that was yeah. he was. Cutting. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, you gotta tell it. Yes. So he he first off, he when he, you first see him, he's like shoveling coal into his bread oven and he's hunched over kinda like Nick Cage is. And yeah. I remember and you saying, never see his face. And you don't see his face in this first scene. Like, it's on the phone. You're right. Yeah. But also, I remember saying to myself, come on, Nick, stand up straight. It's going to be too late if you don't do it. <laughs> um, anyhow. <laughs> and he's all muscly, too. This is probably the muscliest I've seen Nick Cage. Have you seen Conair? I ha oh that's right he was ripped in that one wasn't he I forgot <laughs> I think he is yeah yeah he no he really is I forgot about that <laughs> where was I you're talking about that first scene with the coal yes okay so he says my brother my brother ruined my life and then he turns to her and he rips his glove off with his teeth and it's the most <laughs> obscene thing. <laughs> And he spits the glove away, and then he gets over, and he starts kneading some bread, as, and he's, like, throwing bread around, and then uh, he <laughs> says, I, I was going to get married, too, after he found out Johnny's getting married to Loretta. And Johnny, the night before, asked me to make some bread. So I say, sure, it's some bread. <laughs> And then he rips his other glove off and it reveals that he's got half a fake hand. And he's like, I sliced my hand in the bread slicer. <laughs> my brother ruined my life. <laughs> ruined my life. After, oh my God. After she saw my hand, she left me. And the same day I lost my hand. And my girl. For another man, too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, That's yeah. the best for part about man. it, too, is that it was, once she saw the hand, she was just like, on the same day, she left for another man. And it's just like, damn, that just means she was cheating on <laughs> that, you. Yeah, yeah, that was not there. Johnny's fault. <laughs> not Johnny's fault at all. Oh, my God. It's so funny. Uh, but like that was where that's where I started really enjoying it because I was enjoying the family. Mm -hmm. There's some really good cute moments with some of the members, like uh, the the we talked about the 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 bar couple. I think the the uh, the shop at the shop. I don't think we did in in the episode recording. We did. I think we did. Oh, okay, beforehand. that's right. Uh, but it, it, they're they're just such a cute couple, and mm -hmm. like she walks in on him on the the shop 
couple having a fight. Yeah. And, and like, you know, not like a, not like a physical fight or like a very right. uh, right. loud yelling or she, anything. They're yeah, just like, they're going upset. back. They're bickering. They're just bickering. Like married couple bickers every now and then. Right. And it's hilarious because the, the woman tells the man, she's like, you know what you are. You know what I see when I look at you? I see a wolf. You're looking at other women. You're doing all this yeah. other like this sneaky shit. You're a wolf. And then he has this cute moment where he looks at her and he's just like, you know what I see when I look at you? The woman I married. And it's it's hilarious. <laughs> you know, Cher laughs. They all that how the the couple reacts to it is funny. Yeah. But like that that is the epitome of uh, Nick Cage. He is a wolf. Yeah. In this in this movie, it's one hundred percent. I mean, yeah. And I guess they, that makes Johnny just a tiny little puppy dog. Like, maybe. He's just a cute little indoor puppy dog. That might be true. He he definitely is a heightened character. Like, I don't feel like the creation of this character, Ronnie, I feel, I feel like that Norman Jewison had some hand in how heightened the character was. Like, his hair, like, the side of his hair is even, like, toughed up. Like Wolverine a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I wonder I wonder how much uh it was just like letting Nick Cage go. Right. I mean, as his as his career goes on, I feel like it becomes more clear that more, people just want him to yeah. let go. Like yeah, anybody definitely. who hires him nowadays is like, I just want you to be Nick Cage <laughs> and he's like, I got it. I don't need a script then. <laughs> <laughs> And this was in 1987, so like I don't uh, I don't remember how early in his career this is, but it's like it's still pretty early. So like, who knows? Like maybe maybe the maybe they encouraged him to be more crazy for this role because it was just funnier, and it really is just funnier. It is it it is pretty great. Um, you know that's the thing. Like at first like it's so ridiculous and it's so jarring compared to the rest of the characters that just i don't know like i can't i can't tell if it's good or not it's just like that community I know, right? joke have you ever seen community? Well, i don't think he was nominated um, <laughs> but he got he got apparently a lot of you know a lot of notice from this film buzz yeah 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 i mean well i mean like of the performances like while everybody does a great job performing like Cher sticks out Hell because yeah, she was she really does. great, and, and the performance is a lot of fun. And then Nick sticks out because his performance was crazy energetic, yeah, and it was perfect for this film. But what it does, like for me, the the whole story again, like I don't care about tradition. Like when it comes to marriages and stuff, like everybody being like, I gotta follow the tradition of like all the the weddings before me. Yeah, you fuck off. You don't have to do that shit. Make it yeah. your wedding. Yeah. Like, do what you want. It's your it's your thing. Yeah. Like, it, I don't know that I get some traditions. Like, there are certain things that they're they're a tradition for an emotional reason. You yeah. know, like like the her wanting her father to give her away. She's like, you didn't give me away at my first wedding. You right. you know, it was a court thing, and you you yeah. were you didn't approve or whatever. That's another. So like, thing. I, I I get that one. Cosmo doesn't want to pay for <laughs> yeah. the wedding, and his dad. <laughs> has to get on him about it which his dad is this ancient ancient old man um <laughs> played by uh theodore chalapin jr Ooh, jr yeah <laughs> it's funny it's just like the the story just i struggle to connect with it because i don't understand <laughs> why why loretta loves john uh ronnie yeah i don't understand that either like 
she's drawn to him for some reason maybe just because he is so dramatic maybe she finds him kind of funny and enduring and she does i I feel like i'd be scared yeah i me too (laughs) definitely like so there's this point so there's like a couple of points where ronnie's kind of like really acting skeevy like so at one point he picks her up and she's like oh where are you taking me you better put me down and he's like i'm taking you to the bed and she's like (laughs) oh fine i don't even care anymore (laughs) (laughs) so that time i was okay with it but like if he would have kept on carrying her to bed after she said no thank you then i would have been not happy about that scene but later on like he tries to get her to come back upstairs with him again he's really pushy at that time around and she's trying not to like she went to the opera with him and she even got all dressed up for it and that's why she you know got the share makeover the share over whatever you want to call it and (laughs) she goes she actually enjoys it she like balls her eyes out at uh uh Blabowim. And uh like that's how the show opens too, with these people moving uh scenery boxes into the theater. And I'm like, oh wow, this is very, very familiar. <laughs> <laughs> I I work at an opera house, I believe I've said before on the show. So why is it called Moonstruck? I feel like that's maybe the last thing we really need to talk about with this. So she's yeah, got that's that's why I'm okay with that first one. The the first time he's right. pushy. Right. And he's just like, I'll carry you to bed, is because they're Moonstruck. Yes. So, the reason it is called Moonstruck, her uncle, Raymond, uh, Louis Gus, his picture is not up on IMDb, but his wife, uh, Raymond's wife, Rita, uh, Julie Bovasso, is. So, he is her uncle from her mother, and Rose and Cosmo. They've been, they went to like high school together and everything. They, they've been together basically their whole life. And so when they were kids, Raymond remembers this giant moon, as big of a house that woke him up (laughs) and he walked over to the window and he looked down and there was Cosmo looking up at, uh, Rose's room. And he said, Cosmo brought that moon. That's Cosmo's moon. Why'd you bring this moon and wake me up, Cosmo? And it's a funny story, <laughs> and I thought it was really cute. And then that night with Loretta and Ronnie, that moon is in their room, and it also cuts back to Raymond and uh, Rita's room, and he said, hey, that's Cosmo's moon again. And then they make <laughs> love, and, and then you find out that Cosmo's cheating. Yeah, but but I mean, his wife too. Like, she's not physically like rem- actively sexually cheating, but she she does have that one date with that one guy. Has, but I mean, that's not and I wouldn't even really call cheating. it a date either. She she met yeah. them there, had a conversation with them, like a honest human yeah. conversation, and uh, they did have some obvious attraction. But neither she never crossed any line. He he. Yeah. The only time that's he true. crossed the that's line true. was to ask to come in. Uh, he's like, I'm so cold. 
the dad from Frasier. <laughs> yeah. I'm so cold. <laughs> Tried so hard. Secret review of the dad from Frasier. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Yeah, and then like I, I, you know, I, I can accept that a big, beautiful, fat moon hung, hanging in the sky causes Cher to be Twitter pated. Yeah, but <clears throat> I just, I don't get the relationship. And, like, I don't get I don't any of her that. relationships because, like, she even mentions with uh, – because she, like, has no attraction to Johnny. Yeah. And, like, she even tells her mom because her mom's like, do you love him? And she's just like, no. She's like, but you like him? Yeah, he's okay. Yeah. And she's like, all right, I guess that's I, good I enough think, for marriage. And I'm just I like, Jesus. She said, <laughs> I think she said he makes me happy and he's nice. Um, And, you know, yeah. she she thinks, like, you know – this movie was made back in the 80s. She's, she's, I think, 39, 38, she says. And she thinks right, that right. she's running out of time. That's what the opinion was. Um, so. Yeah, I mean, I, I get it. I get it. I got a 40, I got a 40 year deal. You know, <laughs> if I hit 40, I got to marry a guy and that's fine. But like, I don't know. It's just like, I, I like the guy. I like him a lot. <laughs> so it's like, I get our relationship. I don't get her relationship. She's just like, yeah, he's all right. Like, he's okay. He's okay. She's uh, just like, she's walking into a deal just because this guy's willing to walk into a deal with her. And it's like, that. that uh, it's just doomed for, doomed for failure. So, okay. <laughs> but, okay. Let's do closing okay. statements. And I'll start off yeah, yeah. with, I like this movie. I give it a face. It's not a face and a half movie. Um, I think I will watch it again because the performances are really interesting. And that last scene at the table, that scene is pretty great. But I also feel like it shouldn't quite have been the end of the movie. Uh, You know what I mean? But they do wrap it all up in that scene. Yeah. But I, I, it's a very, very weird scene. I feel like they just needed more to justify the relationship, like you said. But anyhow, in this scene, the father, conf- the grandfather confronts <laughs> Cosmo about the wedding. Uh, Rose asks him to stop cheating on her, and he agrees. Yep. And uh, he also agrees to pay for the wedding. And then. Uh, Johnny shows up and he says, my mother miraculously recovered and I can't marry you. And he said, I will need my pinky ring back. It's a pinky ring, by the way, that he used to. Engage right, it. right. Like, I'm going to propose great. marriage to her tonight and I'm not going to bring a ring. This is not America. I don't know what this guy is doing. <laughs> so... <laughs> So he says, I can't marry you. Then he asks for the ring back. <laughs> as soon as he gets the ring back, Ronnie's like, Loretta, will you marry me? <laughs> I'm sorry. This is definitely spoilers. But, yeah, it's fine. It's, but the thing is. It's such a weird scene, though. So the, what I, what I want to talk about in my closing statement for this film is that in the beginning, when Johnny proposes to her, she makes him get down on his knee. And then in this scene, Johnny is down on his knee as he hands his brother the ring. And then Ronnie does not kneel yeah. 
to share to to offer share the ring and and i just want to know what they're trying to say her her character has developed. She no longer believes in the curses. She she believes this relationship can work. Yes. She she has seen it in the stars. You know, she the last thing she needed was to marry Johnny. And Johnny miraculously came back and was like, I can't marry you. And she's like, Well, why the fuck not? <laughs> she got mad about it <laughs> yeah, first. Yeah, she did get mad about it first. That's right. That was funny. But, but, then it, but then Ronnie reminds her, this is exactly what we want. You know, it's like, we don't want, you don't want to marry him. You wanted to marry me for whatever godly reason. <laughs> so, yeah, she, she's developed. But yeah. like to, it, I guess to go into my closing statement, if you were done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I give it two and a half stars. I, I think it was very funny. I enjoyed the characters. But again, like, I don't. I don't care about tradition and like all a lot of the the motivations that drives for these characters was tradition or like fear of cursing kind of something like that. I do believe in curses. So that was very interesting still for me. <laughs> but traditions like I just I don't give a rat's ass and like that being her driving motivation from the start, I struggled to to connect at first even though I really loved her character. And then also, you know, if if we have if listening to the entire plot from us sounds chaotic and scrambled and crazy, it's kind of that way in the movie. It's just a big chaotic family yeah. and a group of people. <laughs> it's just it's it's, it's funny. like a I lovely community, it, and she seems pretty yeah. satisfied with her life. But she would like to be married, and this yeah. guy offered. So she's yeah. That's 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 pretty much it. And then she's like, oh, I God, get it. I just don't brother. connect with it. Not stable. <laughs> he, <flips his> table. <laughs> he literally flips the table, then carries her to bed. Oh, and it's just like, God. all right, I would be scared out of my mind with this man. But, but if that's what you want, that, sure, that go machismo for it. stuff. Yeah, I'm not for it. No, no, no. But I mean, all in all, I do still, I think it, I think you can get a good kick out of this that I would not, I wouldn't not recommend it. I think, I think most people can enjoy it to piss people off with double negatives. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) I would recommend it, but I will say. I did say that. I just said it in a different way. (laughs) (laughs) I I said I wouldn't not recommend it. (laughs) Okay. Well, I will unabashedly recommend it. (laughs) I just can't say those words. <laughs> I just can't, you can't say that sentence. It's it's against your code of ethics. Uh, I have no <laughs> ethics, so I will recommend it to you. If you like Share and you haven't seen this movie, then you're wrong. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this this is like honestly my favorite <laughs> thing with with Share. I think now I I didn't. If you, if you like Share and you haven't seen this movie, then you don't like Share. <laughs> You don't know what you're talking about. Oh, Get shit. out there and consume. <laughs> I wonder how she liked yeah. uh, performing with Nicolas Cage. Oh, I bet she had to love it. Like, it had been a lot of fun. <laughs> I bet he had a lot of energy. Honestly, right though, I didn't, I didn't think we would talk for about 30 to 35 minutes about this. I thought it was going to be a 20-minute thing, so I'm very proud of us. Yeah, I guess no, I had more to say than I thought we did. No, I, I, uh, it was surprised that like we weren't. All of a sudden, it was twenty-two minutes in. And I was like, oh well, maybe we should think about ending this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I'm like, wait, what have we talked about? All right. 
So yeah, minute twenty two. Then I'll just I'll just I'll highlight everything after minute twenty two. Just delete. <laughs> we'll just end it right there. No, no, I'm sure there <laughs> that's was, been the show. I'm sure that there's been some interesting things. I've been the faceless Leon. Oh, I'm the Green Traveler from Gorsh. Thanks for tuning in, Couch Potatoes. Thanks for listening. Safe travels and good night. Green and Faceless on the Couch is a proud production of Fiction Works 19. If you like the show, please show your support by rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. Like, follow, subscribe, wherever you might listen. We also now have a Patreon account. If you feel so inclined to support us in a financial manner, please become a patron by visiting patreon.com slash greenandfaceless. You can also find more information about us on our Facebook account or on the FictionWorks19 Instagram account. Thank you so much for listening.